This is Face the Music, a Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 195, Down Came the Rain. track on From Out of Nowhere. On the December 16, 2019 episode of All Songs Considered, Jeff Lynn said, Didn't take very long really at all. That's not a 12-string guitar either, believe it or not. That's, that's two six-strings, one, one an octave above the other. So it's two separate guitars making nice. that noise. It took probably a few days to finish writing the chords and uh, working out the bass and all that, and I'd just lay it down. And then I'd have to work on other instruments that are on there, like the keyboards, piano, lead guitar, rhythm guitar, background harmonies, and I could do all that in a day, really, if, if, I, if I had to, but it would take me probably two or three days, because I'd probably keep having cups of tea in between. In the October 2019 issue of Soda Jerker, Jeff said, Used an F19-23. Ha, ha. Just double track on the chorus. And there may be a tiny little of two AMS on it. Yeah, the old black box AMS. Still the most wonderful box owned in me life. It's got the best phasing. At the November 14th, 2019 Classic Vinyl After event, Jeff said, It's like a kitty song, like the wheels on the bus, something like that. But I made it a little more intellectual than that. Rainfall is unequally distributed. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. I don't know if Jeff Lynn has ever done a song about rain or it falling no no I'm he just, hasn't yeah i'm running the catalog through my head and i can't think of anything about precipitation or water falling from the sky or rain or water falling or he's a pretty dry song smither so yeah yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought, because this sounded like a total original idea that he had never done before, and I was completely shocked by it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, we got more rain. <laughs> yeah. It's coming down. Apparently, a lot of people like this song. Are you sure they didn't confuse it with a hundred other Jeff Lynn songs over the last 20 years? The official YouTube audio for this has people praising it up and down. But of course, that was two years ago when it came out. But saying that ELO is back and such great songwriting and how great Jeff Lynn sounds after all these years. 
Yes. So they must be right. Those are the people that are in the cult. The ones that oh, think okay. if Jeff Lynn farts in their face, that was a beautiful opera. <laughs> they love Jeff Lynn like a two-year-old loves their parent. Their parent can do no wrong. Unlike, say, maybe me, who loves Jeff Lynn like an adult, where, yeah, I love you, I think you do really great stuff. However, you know, this thing right here, you gotta stop doing that. At some point. Yeah. Well, it's still better than most of Alone in the Universe. But it's still <laughs> the same thing we've been hearing for a long, long, long time. It's got some interesting parts in it. The music isn't that bad occasionally. And I do like the chorus the first couple times. And then it seems like he forgot to write the rest of the song and just continued repeating Down Came the Rain over and over and over just to try and get it over three minutes. Yeah, yeah by that time, I'm looking at it, it's just a three and a half minute song and I'm going, why has this thing been going on for five minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's the 947th bonus track from Zoom. There's nothing here that is remarkable. You could put this on any album from Zoom, Alone in the Universe, from out of nowhere, and if I didn't know the track listing, I would never know. Well, this song's out of place here. This sounds exactly like a thousand songs that Jeff Lynne has done before this since... I'm going to up the date and say since Zoom. There's nothing remarkable about this song. Even the words are generic. It's just another somebody-done-somebody-wrong song. And then 36 times he says, Down Came the Rain. Did you actually count? I did. I went to a lyrics website and I counted. 36 times, Down Came the Rain. Or, Down Down Came the Rain. And I guess that's how you take a one-minute song and pat it out for three minutes. When really... It shouldn't have even happened because you've done this a million times before. You said that before. Can't you be less monotonous? The f first time I listened to it, did nothing for me. You know, and this was over once a day. And it's like, at the fourth time, I was like, I really don't want to hear this again. And I saw over on the side on the YouTube where it suggests other things you might like to watch. And one of the other things was Sweet Georgia Brown, the Brother Bones version. And I thought, hey, I'd like to hear that. So I did like to hear that. And I did hear that. And if you've got nothing else to say, uh, we could just spend the rest of the time talking about the Brother Bones version of Sweet Georgia Brown. Well, that is agreeable to me. Uh... <laughs> okay, good. Hey, man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it sounds to me like that's Wicked Man with the Bones. Sure having himself a ball. <laughs> Well, I thought this song came out in the 20s until I looked it up like about 15 years ago and it's actually it's 1948 and you know 
it's extremely memorable. It's extremely catchy. You get the little, the clackers there and the, the whistling. It's just a happy whistling with a, a bouncy little tune. And I loved it so much that morning that I just couldn't bring myself to listen to Down Came the Rain again. That I just kept it and replay again. Play again. It was like about an hour. It's such a fun, catchy little tune. I love it. That's even catchier when you watch the Globetrotters play. And maybe that's why they saved it from obscurity, because I don't think, as great as it is, I don't think it would have lasted past 1948. I don't think people would have... Uh, I know for a fact people would not have known well, it, about this it, song. It's a 1940s song. It's yeah. very definitely a 1940s song. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Globetrotters rescued it from obscurity, and I don't know if they... Uh, no, they don't use this version. I know that. I don't know what version they use. I mean, I went on Apple Music to add it to my playlist, and I saw that there's a hip-hop remixed version that samples from the original. Listen up, people. Here's a snippet for Jill. So I don't know if they use the updated 21st century remix version. Yeah, there are lyrics to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a regular version with lyrics to it, which I think was the original. I don't know if this might have been the first whistling version or if it's another whistling version. But yeah, the whistling version is what became popular at the Globetrotters. And it's interesting hearing bones used like that because it's actually literally bones. Typically, I wondered about that. You're that. clacking together. That's a, that's actually pretty good. You traditionally use bones for. A couple, I forget exactly which part of the animal, but you use them as a percussion instrument. Hmm. And I usually hear that in Irish music. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you hear that yeah. kind of sound in, I- in Irish music, that's uh, usually them clacking together a couple bones. <laughs> hmm. I didn't know if they were actual bones, because it's on the uh, cover art for the song at uh, Apple Music. He is holding a, a couple of bones. I don't know if they're human bones. Maybe somebody crossed him. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is an old song well before 1948. I know the Mills Brothers did a version, and they sang it. Because, well, it's the Mills Brothers. They were three boys and a guitar, so... Oh, no gal made has got a shade On sweet Georgia Brown Two left feet, but also neat Have sweet Georgia Brown They all sigh and want to die for Sweet Georgia Brown, I'll tell you just why. You know I don't lie. They also did their own instruments. They Literally. Did. Yes. They usually imitated trumpets and everything else that they needed to do. Originally, later on, yeah. they became more just like a traditional pop band where they did different styles of music. I've got a whole box set by them that is really good. Yeah, late 40s, early 50s, they went from just the vocal and a guitar to singing with a big band behind them. Oh, there's no life on the moon. There's no life up on Mars. So let's take care of this lovely world of ours. Let's make the water clean again and the winds fresh when they blow. Cause if we wreck this world of ours, there's nowhere else to go. And they were still pretty damn good. I used to use this song as a bed for my radio troller program when I was on the radio. 
and so I didn't have to fuss with a music bed every three minutes to restart it up again. I edited together a 10-minute version, and I also listened to that after I got tired of pushing replay on the YouTube, so it's a fan-damn-tastic song. Yeah, it was, when you recommended it, I was going, is this song by ELO going to sound like Sweet Georgia Brown? No, it is not. <laughs> yeah, because I thought we were going to be discussing how Jeff Lynn ripped off Sweet Georgia Brown. <laughs> no, but it's a lesson for Jeff Lynn. There are other styles of music. There are other instruments that you could use instead of guitar, bass, drum. Jeff Lynn could have done this song himself. If he can't work the clackers, the bones just right, certainly could make it on a synthesizer and sound just like it and just loop that. Whistling, the whistling, he do that himself, since I know he likes to do everything himself. There's an organ in the background. <laughs> Jeff can play keyboards. I think the only outside help he would have to get would have to be somebody playing the saxophone, because I don't think Jeff does the, uh, Paul McCartney once called them, the blowy instruments. So there are other styles of music, other instruments, or even if you still use the same instruments, do something to make them sound different instead of pushing whatever preset you have on your soundboard that is automatically programmed to create this same sound again. They're Especially all... after the rain has already fallen down at one point. Or many points, yes. Yes, there are many effects that you can put on a guitar. You know this. I don't know why you just stick with effect preset number three and ride that out for 20 or 30 Why is there years. no thunder or rain on this song? <laughs> Every other cliche is here. Why not some thunder? Why not some rain? And why not somebody getting struck by lightning and then <laughs> sirens and uh, a weeping wife and uh, crying children? knowing that they're going to be in abject poverty for the rest of their lives and be beaten by their stepfather. See, there you go. There's, yeah. there's a different take that you could have done with the song instead of just the same old, she done me wrong, and she left me blue, and now it's raining. But that was a long time ago. I'm starting to get over it, but, but I'm still kind of... <sighs> that was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're done here. <laughs> Got something to say about Sweet Georgia Brown? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. admit the only real connection I have with Sweet Georgia Brown is through the Harlem Globetrotters. If you grew up through the 70s, you'll hear on ABC Wide World of Sports when that daredevil basketball team hit the courts with this as their theme song. It is probably the closest any kid like me will get to jazz at the time. And why not? This is one of the more joyful recordings you'll hear this side of Fats Waller. No matter what the arrangement, it has the very basic tone of fun. Then there's the whistling, which drop kicks this into a joyful realm that you can't help but join in. Whistling part, that is. I don't know what those bones or sticks Brother Bones has sandwiched between his fingers are made of. I'm pretty sure he made them himself. And if that's the case, I know a couple of homemade, musical, more experimental compilations put out by Ellipsis Artists 
But uh, that's going further down another rabbit hole led by Tom Waits. He has a track in each of those sets, so we'll just leave it right there. Was it a hit or was it? A version of Sweet Georgia Brown by Brother Bones and His Shadows entered Billboard's sales chart on December 3, 1948, at number 18. It fell to 25 the next week, rose to 19, then dropped off the chart on December 24th. It returned to the sales chart at number 15 on January 7, 1949, and hit its peak position of number 10 on January 28th. It slid down the chart, ending its run at number 19 on March 11, 1949. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? If you like any of the Brother Bonds and his shadows, I don't know who the heck you are, but I am unhappy with you for this reason. Because I think it's horrible. I would give their music a Z. Minus. That's the worst grade you can get in the history. I think a Z minus is a thing. Is a Z minus a thing? It can be if you want it to be. So I stinking hate this song. And Eric never let me listen to that again. Otherwise I'll punch you. Hey, she hated it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELOpod. Next week, episode 196, Losing You. Yes, that was that cat, all right.